All right, here we are. We're gonna do the uh, post-race wrap-up review here, the FXR Moto. Thanks to uh, FXR for uh, getting behind this stuff here. Billy Rainford, Greg Poisson. We're sitting here on the tailgate. The day is over, round, uh, what are we at here? Five. Round five here at Gopher Dunes. Perfect day, weather was ideal. I mean, it was sunny all day, yesterday was great. Wasn't all that humid, 27 degrees Celsius. I mean, I don't think you'd ask for much more. No, I was still sweating, so it was uh, hot <laughs> enough, but for sure, definitely picture perfect weekend for a uh, day at the beach. All right, well, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, so I'm gonna speak quite quickly. Uh, let's get to it here right now. Um, first thing we got here, riders meetings from here on out are going back to mandatory attendance. Not just over the PA anymore, you do have to go down uh, and listen to Paul Kingsley and uh, what uh, Murphy there have, they have to say. So, so they're gonna call, do roll call? Gonna be, I don't know if there's a roll call, oh, surprise yeah. roll call, who knows, but uh, yes, it is in person now from now on. So, okay, 250 class, uh, qualifying, boy, man. Natsuki, Josiah Natsuki last week took the win, 1-1 this week. He was two or three seconds fastest in qualifying. Yeah, there was some talk that, you know, it was a bad lot, like he cut the track or something. No, the guy's just that fast. Um, you know, we'll talk about that in the motos, but it, I totally believe it now after watching him in the, the motos for sure. Right, right. Okay, so let's, let's uh, kind of breeze through the uh, what happened in the in the class there. So we had, we didn't have, I don't know if, I think everybody got in actually. If you uh, ran it, you got in. Uh, yeah. Numbers weren't huge. They did split them up into uh, A and B qualifying practice kind of stuff. So that was nice. So there was some uh, some some room out there for everybody. But to start out here, uh, Julian Benick. Julian Benick tried, wanted to race today. He went out there and tried, crashed in qualifying, kind of hit his leg pretty hard, was over it. Yeah, Julian, I mean, he's just had, like nothing but bad luck all year. It just seems like crashes and he's he's just breaking things or, you know, he's not healing. I mean, it's it's he just crashed, you know, a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, it's not to be, uh, you know, not to, to, he's rushing it, I think, at this point, especially at the track, uh, like Cofer Dunes. But you know he's not going to get any sympathy from his dad. Oliver Benick, Oliver is old school. You know, he'd, uh, he's kind of funny to talk to about stuff like that. But, yeah. uh, all right, so he does think he's going to be racing next week. He wants to take a few days off, just kind of recoup, get everything back in shape and show up at Sandalee ready to race and uh, ready to do well like you should be doing. Um, Peyton Morningstar came up. He's been down at uh, MTF training. He got the fill-in ride at the uh, Thor Kawasaki Pro Circuit team uh, in place of Dylan Rempel, who was off, uh, bumped his head, so he's uh, sitting out a little bit. Uh, big kid, 292 out there at the intermediate plates. Didn't go the way he wanted it to today, though, unfortunately. No, and, and you know, he's a, he's a tall, Tall, tall drink of water. Yeah, yeah, tall. He's he's thick too, right? He's not he's not super skinny, so riding a 250F is tough uh, at a track like this. Like he, he is quite. He looks like he'd be more suited for a 450. Absolutely. Yeah. He's got uh, yeah. So um, you know, didn't didn't really seem to go the way he wanted. Obviously, maybe more time on the bike. I don't know. He has been riding Cowies, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see uh, how it goes going forward. Yeah, I mean, he got the call, and he uh, unfortunately he his mechanic came straight up and said it. The mechanic messed up. Uh, I think it was the oil cap or something, wasn't he? Didn't tighten it up problems in that second one unfortunately the uh, bike wouldn't go so that was a drag not uh, not what he was hoping for he thinks he's going to be around for Sandalee hopefully he's also he's getting ready for Loretta Lynn so he's racing in the B class so good luck to him hopefully we see him back again uh, next week uh, <coughs> moving up the I'm just going to kind of jump at some things here Danny Perry he got away from me again the family here from Alaska, man, number 316 out there. I meant to talk to them. I just circled here. They're, I don't know if they're on their way back to Alaska right now or if they're on their way to Ottawa. Ottawa would be cool, but I don't think they are. No, they keep, I think they're avoiding you on purpose. They might be. Because they've been. <laughs> I might have scared them last week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's this guy trying to get interviews with us? But uh, yeah, I mean, he's, I, I don't know if he's going back. I haven't heard, but uh, 
you know, it'd be great to have uh, another American here to uh, to race the yeah. uh, San Lee National. Yeah, we are starting to see a few more. I mean, uh, some people are definitely getting across the uh, across the border a little more, little more easily. Uh, we're also seeing a lot of the kids from uh, BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan here following the series. So that's really cool to see. We're seeing a lot of people from across Canada. That's good. Uh, jumping up here, next thing I want to talk about. Sam Gaynor rode the FXR Premix, and then he also rode that 150. It's a 125 modded up to the 150, uh, the uh, Gas Gas. He uh, finished 13-16 on a uh, 150 out there, two-stroke for 12th overall. Yeah, Sam actually did quite well for being very underpowered. Uh, I saw him at one point in the first mode of battling with his teammate Tyler Gibbs. Uh, so. I mean, he rode really, really well. I really thought they'd be struggling a lot more on that bike, but I mean, maybe it's lighter, it stays up on the top a little bit more. I don't know, but he did really, really well. So. Yeah, his hand hurts, wrist hurts, and he's on a, one, a small two-stroke, so good for him on that track. That was uh, pretty impressive. Uh, John, not a whole lot to say. Jeremy Mackay, I spoke to him very briefly. Wasn't happy at all. He was actually quite uh, quite upset. Almost seemed like he was uh, throwing his arms up. Not sure what he's going to do next, but hopefully he can regroup. Uh, we're heading to some tracks I know he knows very well. Obviously, Dacian Bowie knows very yep. well. Uh, Sandalee coming up, so hopefully he can turn it around, do better. Uh, why why Kerr, man? He was he looked great. He was up there in the mix with the top guys. Yeah, well, I mean, he's put a lot of time in here at this track, and uh, yeah, he really was riding quite well. I saw him go off the track actually once, just before the big table out front, and uh, he just kept it pinned and it still launched on a pretty serious angle. So he was full race mode and uh, yeah, did really, really well. Yeah, 7-9 for, uh, for ninth overall. Uh, waiting for that breakout race. I kind of thought maybe he was on it today. He was very close. We'll kind of watch for that uh, next week because uh, he is right there, just a, just a tiny step off the uh, the guys ahead of him. Yep, on the bubble, as they say. 8-8 eight, eight for 8th overall, Sebastian Racine. I don't think uh, he finished exactly where he wanted to. No, quiet uh, day. Quiet I day see, for him, yeah. we'll say. Yeah, yep. we'll chalk it up to that. Uh, how about uh, Cole Thompson? Went out in practice on a 125 two-stroke, <laughs> yeah. then went out for qualifying? Qualifying on, on the 250 250F. So he gave up on the 125 project, uh, went out, had some troubles. I know he uh, he went, he had to come from last place in that first one. Uh, got up to, where did he get up to? He got up to like ninth place. He went nine, six for seventh overall. Um, using some good battles out there, but uh, he disappeared, I thought, for a little bit in the first one. Yeah, I didn't really see, I, I guess in the, he hit the gate in the first moto, um, had to come from dead last. Uh, we, the mechanics were already going across the mechanics road by the time he actually came by, so um, they had to stop everyone from crossing because he was he was still coming. So um, second moto, he was in a pretty heated battle with Marco Canella for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's right, for sure. Um, good buddies, so that was uh, some good racing to see, and uh, I think Marco got the the best of him at the end. But um, yeah, I think that's it for Cole now. I'd, I'd like to see him at Sand Lee or do a couple more, but he says he's not. So. All right, how about uh, this guy, Quinn Amiot, man? Just off the podium there, so close again. Uh, he got the bike gremlins done, and now he's showing up and finishing where he should be. He had uh, he had that trouble. He went down, I think, in that second moto. He was up there battling again. Yeah. But, uh, he went 4-7, ended up sixth overall. So Quinn looking really good up there. Yeah, first moto battle, uh, the entire moto with Marco Canella again. So Marco seemed to be battling with everybody today. Um, second moto, he did go down. He's missing his front number plate. So something happened there uh, in a crash. And yeah, then... he was way last, and he had to come through the pack. He hit a guy as he was coming through crash he yeah. said so okay yeah yeah but uh, you looked great though right yeah no he looked really good he's been riding the, the raglan sand pit enough and it really paid off here all right top five we got mitchell harrison came in with the red plate leaves with the red plate didn't win ended up going six four he found the sand a couple times yeah i found the last lap in that second one bit of a drag i mean uh, yeah because he was second i think in that second yeah, row, yeah that right battle up. yeah him, him mcnab and uh, piccolo just going at it for yeah sure. yeah so that's the points uh battle i mean for the points lead right because i don't think uh nazi's going to be able to catch up after no. missing the first three so those that's the battle we need to be looking for under their pit they're saying they're shooting for third place so he thinks maybe they can claw their way up to third so we'll uh 
we'll have to keep an eye on that. Who knows what can happen? You never know what can happen, but uh, he is definitely doing well. But the guy we just mentioned, fourth place, Marco Canella, third in the first one, fifth in the second one. Yeah, I mean, what's there to say about Marco that uh, he's he's very frustrated with himself. He wants to do better. He wants to be winning. He's capable of winning motos. He has in the past. Uh, I just don't know what, what's, what piece of the puzzle is missing at this point to, to pull this off. So um, we'll have to wait and see. All right. How oh, hey, look, here comes Tanner Ward. He's going to walk right through. He's going to do it. I was going to do it by surprise. Oh, <laughs> we saw you coming. All right, now, uh, top three here. Third, Jake Piccolo. He fell in the first one, 5-3 for third overall. I mean, in it, obviously, all, all day. Fell down, went back in that battle in the second one like we were talking about. Yeah, Jake just seemed to be, to be just off the pace today. I mean, it was a really rough track. Uh, he's fit, you know, from everything we see and know. Uh, just, you know, had a couple, I think it was a couple crash, a couple of close moments anyways that I saw. Um, just a little bit off the pace and, and he's going to have to really step it up because you know, he's going to be getting further back in the points as, as things go forward. We've only got a few rounds left. Right, second place at his home track, Ryder McNabb, 2-2 for second overall. Uh, late in the motos, he was closing in on Josiah Nasky. He was closing in. I actually talked about Josiah about that, like if he was taking it easy. And he said, yeah. no, I was actually starting to, you know, I was feeling it. I wasn't yeah. uh, not trying. So, uh, yeah, Ryder was coming on strong at the end. He had that great battle in the second one, 2-2. Two -two. Yeah, I mean, I, I really expected Ryder to win. Uh, I didn't know if Josiah was going to be that fast uh, here, and he was. Uh, he was pretty much untouchable. I mean, yes, he did. They were gaining on him a bit by the end, but for the most part, he was he did, built up a pretty good gap. Right. Uh, so we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, Ryder's, you know, starting to feel better, I think, and he's starting the retro to, gear and retro bike. Yeah, those bikes were absolutely 1999. Bitching, so uh, really cool. And I mean, that was just yeah. I think Ryder's going to be okay with that, and he'll just have to find the next little bit to get up uh, to Natsuki. All right, for sure. Yeah, speaking of Natsuki here, um, yeah, 1-1, one, one, like we said, like three seconds faster in, uh, in qualifying, just killing it. Uh, it's kind of cool to have a guy here who, when you talk about sand experience, he says Lommel, there's a track in Germany. So it's kind of cool with a guy that uh, that kind of uh, international uh, experience. Yeah, and he says it's, it's this track rates up there with some of the uh, the roughest, so. Um, we're, talking about, we're just talking about that guy. Sorry, we like it when things go sideways. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he said it was, it was quite rough. It was one of the roughest he's ridden. Uh, I mean, he was on another level. Uh, you know, he was, if you watch him ride or hear him ride, he was right in the meat of the power band, never really revving out like a typical 250 rider does. Uh, the guy was just riding all these outside lines too and just keeping up a ton of speed. Right. Uh, I mean, he was a class of the field today. And, and uh, you know, these guys are going to have to do something different to step up because, I mean, he's, he's won uh, five, four of the five motos he's done so far. And it was funny kind of when he said that uh, he, even he thought he might have underestimated the place. It was pretty funny. But then, like you say, he did mention he went out, he put in some sprint laps, got a lead, checked over his shoulder, and did what he could to just kind of manage that gap and took the win. So uh, Julian Perry, team owner, Parcella PRMX team, super happy. He's doling out the hot dogs and hamburgers over there. I think they're still over there giving out burgers and stuff. So uh, we'll have to hurry up here and go grab, uh, see what the, we got yeah, left over there. Julian's just, uh, it's good for the PRMX team. and. You know, they've had a lot of effort put in over the years and, and a lot of bad luck and, and things like that. So it's good to see that kind of come full circle. And they, uh, you know, now he's, Julian's uh, team's a moto winner, an overall winner. Yep, so. two in a row now, man, it's pretty cool. But now we're gonna move over to the 450s. Yep. Unfortunately, that team didn't have the greatest of luck uh, with Felix Lopez today. No. But uh, let's start off here. Uh, how about Bennett Amiot made the bet? Quinn Amiot got on the podium, so he had to race go for dunes, but Come on. Yeah, so Benny uh, built the bike uh, Friday, I believe. I, I was told just before they left. Uh, this is a 2015 or 16, maybe even 17. It's a RMZ 450. Uh, you know, 
Benny's known to go pretty fast in the sand. I, I mean, I fully expect him to be able to qualify even if there was qualifiers, but uh, obviously he hasn't been riding or doing like that. So, but he, he followed through on the bet, but he has, has uh, no way MCL or uh, ACL on his one knee. So uh, I guess he dabbed it pretty hard and hurt himself a little bit. So did not line up. I called him a welcher. I don't think he did. I don't think he fulfilled his uh, duties for that bet. He said he had to race. Everybody qualified. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, don't know. we're, we're going to make him race another one, so I think. All right, let's kind of move up here and talk about a couple things. Uh, I gave uh, Brendan McKee our 450 uh, Rhino Power Award. Man, he was up there battling in the top 10. New, you know, never raced these uh, these races over here. Well, he's raced uh, Go for Dunes, but. Uh, Looked right out there, ended up, he was ninth, he was just staying ahead of like uh, Western Rosina, Ryan Derry, but then he fell on that second one, dropped back. So unfortunately he ended up 14th, but uh, I just want to throw that out there because I thought he had a great race. Yeah, it was surprising. I thought, you know, when he qualified ahead of some uh, pretty fast guys, I thought maybe, like I said, there was a transponder issue or something because he's never really been up there, mm -hmm. uh, you know, especially in the 450 class. Um, and, right. he, and he showed up and, and he did really well. He was battling inside the top 10 the whole time. Yeah, lots of experience on the sand track, the back track, like you mentioned in our interview uh, at Club MX. So uh, Club MX coming through again, helping guys out race uh, in the sand. Ahead of him, we just mentioned Felix Lopez, the 450 rider for that uh, PRMX team. Fifth, super solid in the first one. Uh, second one, he, I guess in the first one, he felt the clutch was going. Uh, Joe Kremko, they kind of Kremko, they kind of took a look at it, the mechanic, and there was some stuff, so they fixed it, but went out. The damage was already done. He said the uh, the head wasn't getting any oil and stuff like that. There was trouble. Engine let go in the in the second one when he was up there doing well. So too bad for him. That's a tough break. Still ended up 13th overall. Um, yeah, moving up here. We just mentioned uh, Western Rosina and Ryan Derry. Man, they couldn't get away from each other. No, that was, uh, they qualified uh, right, right next to each other and then uh, battled both motos. Uh, they were they were pretty much tied together, uh, going back and forth. It was, uh, Weston's injured, Ryan, uh, you know, coming up from, from the injuries himself and just kind of getting up there. I think Ryan's kind of, that's where he kind of should be, his 10th, uh, 10 to 12 right now. And uh, Weston obviously finishes up a little bit more, but still dealing with that separated shoulder and some, uh, some sore ribs. He's all wrapped. Yeah, we should mention that. He's all wrapped up. He's got some uh, what, cracked ribs, maybe whatever, uh, and yeah, his shoulder. Sure. So yeah. he's got. He's fully wrapped. And if you've ever had cracked or broken ribs, you know how tough that is. So kudos for him to getting out there. He finished ninth. Uh, Ryan Derry was tenth. Ahead of him, I did an interview with uh, Yannick Boucher. Man, he said that in the one mode, he had 20 seconds ahead of him, 35 behind him. So he he was alone. Uh, he went 9-8 for 8th overall. So he had a great day. He, he was happy with it. But uh, again, he was alone out there. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that seem to be just by themselves and just and circulating as, as uh, we call it. Dylan actually, Dylan Wright said that a lot of guys even you know, were circulating because uh, it was just so rough. So uh, sorry, not, not Dylan, Colton said that. Um, but it was, yeah, it was definitely, uh, it seemed to be the case because there's a lot of guys who were just by themselves. All right, now uh, I thought it was, I was impressed with uh, Daniel Elmore coming back after that shoulder injury. Good for him. He's all the way from Telco, BC. He went 6-7 for 7th overall. He also was alone. He was up there in the mix with the uh, really top riders early. Uh, ended up, like say, on his own there, 6-7 for 7th. Uh, good for him. Liam O'Farrell, we just talked to him. I mean, uh, late motos, I mean, he's not on the bike enough these days, not able to get on it, but uh, man, he still showed everybody he's got it still. Well, as I said, Liam used to be a dark horse, and now he's a for sure. Um, you know, he's proven that he's, he's going to be fit. Uh, he's fast here at these Ontario tracks. He just races now. He doesn't really even ride during the week. He just trains and, and is a full-time dad, full-time uh, HVAC, I believe it is. So, um, you know, he's super busy, but he's still out there just, just 
just getting getting it done. Yeah, okay, and cracking the top five, Chris Blackmer, little guy, was he 135 pounds or something like that, up on yeah. the big 450 over there at Steve Sims' team. Uh, hole shots, him and uh, Tyler Daly just battling for hole shots. Yeah, yeah. two, two little, little guys. Two, yeah. two little guys, yeah. Two little guys on big bikes. Don't say the d dies face, but yeah, two little guys. <laughs> Oh yeah, so he went 8-5. He's uh, from uh, he's from Michigan, so good for him. Ended up fifth overall. Uh, good rides from uh, Tanner Ward. He's really showing he belongs up at the uh, the pointy end of this uh, this group mm -hmm. for sure, man. 4-4 four, four for uh, fourth overall for Tanner. We just saw him walk through the camera. Yeah, yeah. Tanner seemed to be a bit of a bike issue that second motor at the beginning. Uh, oh, yeah. was making some noise and and cutting out a little bit. It seemed to fix itself. I don't know how. Um, but uh, yeah, it seems he's really shown himself to be a contender in the 450 class. Yeah, he did end up kind of on his own in that second one there. I mean, just yeah. kind of, he could tell who, how far ahead, how far back, he didn't have any pressure. So uh, made it through there. And uh, Sean Moffenbeyer, uh, he went 3-3 for third, matching his number. So uh, good for him. We just had a chat with him as well. Pretty happy with it. He said the track kind of developed differently. He said it was like kind of square edge and a little bit dry, kind of a little different. Yeah, so touching on that, so uh, there was some feedback from yesterday uh, that the track was fairly dry and it seemed to get baked, uh, which is odd for a sand track to get baked, but I guess it uh, you know changes things and, and it was a little bit more square edge uh, today as opposed to that kind of roller uh, style that we get here a fair bit. So uh, I think it was from yesterday's uh, amateur uh, day. Okay, yeah, for sure. All right, and then uh, second place, again, like uh, like every week here, 2-2 two, two for second overall, Tyler Medallia. Got the starts, held off Dylan Wright for uh, quite a few laps, and yep. then Dylan made that comment about uh, using the old man lines and stuff yeah. like that. So the Wiley veteran, Tyler. Yeah, T-Dags is always just gonna, you know, today he's gonna T-Dags. He's just gonna do what he's gonna do, and and uh, he's super fast fit. He had some interesting lines, as, as Dylan mentioned. Uh, you know, for example, he was there's a double that was turning it. He turned into a step on, step off, where oh, he jumped yeah, into the right. corner. Uh, I think you have video of that. I do. It was yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, he said it wasn't faster. It was actually faster going inside, but he said it was cool anyway. So I said, "All right, that, that works." Inside with the feet off. Remember the next, the first time he <laughs> yeah. tried that through traffic. Yeah, and just absolutely wicked. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. It's, Tyler's just—he's a solid second place guy. And Moff and him had a good battle. Actually, first moto, Moff was in second for a while, and Tyler kind of That's fell right. back, and then uh, Tyler caught him back up and, and pulled him back in. That's right. And uh, Tyler, uh, while Dave Bell's playlist was playing, who knows what, some uh, some country song. Tyler in the pits over there at the uh, Cobb Mountain Sports Pits, cranking the SNFU. That's right, I approved. All right, uh, and first overall... Transformer uh, 2 soundtrack, pretty much. <laughs> Dylan Wright, 1-1. One, one. I mean, uh, I think there was a guy, I can't remember who said it, but uh, I mean, he, he went down, he had to come back. Someone described him as being like uh, like his, uh, his cat, catches a mouse, just kind of playing. He just is on another level right now. Yeah, I said in the interview I did with him, and uh, I said you know to multiple people, it's just uh, I don't know how he got that much faster from last year, and he just is. He's on a completely different planet. Um, you know, he goes down, catches up. He's passing two, three guys a lap if he needs to. Uh, he's just, he's just, yeah. I don't know how to say it other than he's on another level, and he just can't seem to do anything wrong. Uh, watching him here, yes, it is a home team track for them. He does ride here a lot, but uh, you know, guys are struggling to get around, and Dylan just seems to be. Just playing around, he's like doing jumps, and it must know, be nice it. at that level to be that fast. Oh, I, people, I wouldn't know. So it's, <laughs> no, uh, no I wouldn't way. know how to be that good at anything, to be honest with you. So <laughs> um, it's pretty cool to, to see him just be so comfortable from the gate drop, and he's just he knows he's gonna win or can be up there, and his confidence yeah. is next level. That part really helps. And he's also it's funny because he's got like now he's got like three home tracks. So this is a home track because it's a home team. Yep. We're going to Ottawa. He's from Ottawa, but now he lives in Quebec. So Deschambeau is kind of like a home track. Yeah, so uh, Deschambeau is not too far from him. Apparently. Yeah. So he's rides. He's ridden there before. You know, uh, uh, away from the national. Um, but yeah, so he's got three home tracks. I think Sandy <laughs> is more his home track for, for sure. Home track. He'd literally ride his bike over there when he was a kid. Yeah. So 
uh, you know, but I fully expect him to, uh, I mean, it's hard to bet against the guy. Hey, we're invited for burgers at his house too, at his uh, parents' house. Oh, okay. Next well, week. We'll see you there. <laughs> and uh, I also thought one last thing too I want to mention on that. It was kind of funny. While uh, Tyler, I mean, while Dylan was up on stage saying he wanted to prove that this is his sandbox, and Tyler was kind of laughing because Tyler's won here twice, 10 years apart. He won the 250 and what, 10 and whatever, yep. and then 20 kind of thing on the 450. And then uh, Tyler got up and said, all he wants to do is break this streak because all we're talking about is uh, the perfect season for Dylan. So they're they're good buddies and stuff like that. So it's kind of funny hearing them having a little battle with that. It was kind of funny. Yeah, both grew up at Sandy Lee, right? So maybe next weekend, I mean, how cool would that be if Tyler wins uh, wins a moto at Sandy Lee? You know, he's still got lots of friends and family yep. there. Um, you know, it could happen at any point, but I mean, Dylan's just killing it right now. Yep, so there you go. There's a quick wrap up of uh, how we saw things uh, happen today here at uh, Gopher Dunes around five. Um, we're heading to Sandalee up in Ottawa. So everybody have a great week. Thank you very much to FXR Moto. And yeah, we'll see you uh, in our nation's capital. We'll see you there.